Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to what I believe is episode 80 of the Stardust Press Podcast. Uh, wow, 80 yeah. years old. Yeah, we're 80 today. <laughs> God. What started I'm as... I'm like a... 80 in Joshi years, technically, so... You are ancient in Joshi years. You're like <laughs> at the tail end of your career. <laughs> yeah. I'm you ain't even debuted yet. I'm 25. I've not even debuted yet. And, like, and you already, like, you already one foot in the grave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you go to stardom, you'll be pushed as like the future generation. Although you're like 90. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, Tam know, 70. Natsupo is like 40. It's like it's fine. I'm basically the next member of Cosmic Angels. Yeah, true, true. And yeah, I can fight for it. the future title. Oh yeah, you can because you haven't debuted. I'm like yeah. yeah, you're right. Actually. <laughs> That's my plan. Go to stardom and win the future title. Within, within, it's got to be within the first two years. So. Oh yeah, if you don't do it within. No, I think it's three years now. Because uh, Ida. Oh, three? Yeah, because Ida, when she won it, she was like, "I don't want to just like relinquish this. So can we, we change it to three years?" And Rossi was like, "Yeah, that's cool with me." <laughs> and then Ida yeah, got hurt, like, so she had to give it up anyway. So. Is it like three years, and like you have to be under eighteen or something? No, they changed that rule because fucking Unagi oh, was they? ninety. Oh, yeah. There ain't no way. <laughs> or was it like under three years or under? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because has got the title. Yeah, you had to you had to be under like I want to say it's under twenty, and then we're <clears throat> under like three years experience. Yeah, uh, like twenty twenty three. Watch out! I'm going to be the future champion, being Hanan when she's defended the title twenty times. Yeah, exactly. It's the grand reset. You don't know about that. <laughs> Um, shit. Well, uh, is there is there any news we need to mention? Uh, not to my knowledge. The only news really only relates to like the Noah show. Yeah, I mean, House of Torture and Chaos are teasing the losing unit must disband's match, and it's such a fucking choice that these two are the ones who. It's been ten. Ye- it's been like ten years since Bullet Club won. Why can't they get into one? <laughs> this is a subunit. If they lose, they could just still team up because they're still in the same unit. <laughs> don't make sense. I was gonna say but... like Chaos is barely a unit anyway. So... It's just Kazu's friends. Like they team with the main army all the time. These are both these two that are fighting over this band. Man, are two teams that can just team up regardless <laughs> if they exactly. lose. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh... Is there anything else in the realm of nudes? Oh, nah. Not really. I mean, Hazuki finally lost in the five-star to Saya Kamitani. Yeah, that's gonna be sick when she fucking dumps out on her neck and takes the title. Because it's coming. <laughs> we got Hazuki versus Saya Kamitani on Rampage! <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of stuff been happening on AEW, apparently, as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh... They need desperately need to get their PR team. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they, they have a PR team? Because I feel like they don't. They do. Well, they well they tech well allegedly they do. I don't believe it. I think it's just Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, if they've got a PR team, they didn't need a new set of staff. I know they have a legal team because uh, the head of their legal team was just like. Hey Triple H, if you fucking talk to our roster members, we'll come out and we'll fucking kill you and sue your ass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, uh, PR team desperately needed for for that old AEW. Uh, 
lot of questionable things he said as far as, you know, uh, you know, Tony Khan making terrible statements about women's wrestling is like the usual. So it's like not really worth. I mean, it's worth getting worked up over because, you know, you're supposed to be company that's the new trend supposed to be setting things different you know especially since it's you know current year women's wrestling matters yeah Randy Rhodes said it in your opening statement that and then y'all said fuck home. that and she said all right I'm out of here <laughs> I'm gonna go win this NXT though y'all chill over here but, uh, Brandy Rhodes versus Mako Samora be sick i can't wait that's strong style right there <laughs> no Two but japanese uh, legends <laughs> yeah i mean tony khan's just like he's terrible i mean i don't think it's weird people got to make up excuses for him like yeah does he have a point is punk uh is rosa anywhere near punk's level no as far as drawing wise however you know if you put a lot of care into this division maybe people would care a lot more about the wrestlers in it i mean yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about a match here in a second, which is probably going to segue from this since it's topical. Put your good women's wrestlers on TV and then maybe, just maybe, people would care. <laughs> I mean, a shocking uh, revelation, but who are we? Yeah, I mean, who are we? I mean, we're just pretty, you know, pretty smart <laughs> when it comes to the, to the wrestling thing. Uh, I mean, kind of smart. I mean, if we're not, if we don't say anything smart, I mean, we're gonna let you know this is not us being educated. It's just I want this to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, literally just two idiots that say things. Exactly. That, that that's what we are. But uh, speaking of good women's wrestling from AEW that wasn't on TV, oh, uh, we watched the Regina the Wave Championship match between Emi Sakura and Hikaru Shida. <laughs> they got like seven minutes, and it still yeah. was way better than anything I've seen on AEW TV <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> And it's, it's crazy because you've got, like, a genuinely really good story there. You've got the teacher, the student, mm-hmm. they're fighting for a title from a different company. Mm-hmm. And you stick it on AEW Dark on YouTube. Emi Sok, I'm going to continue to say it until it's fucking changed because I've seen Sky Blue on TV. I've seen all Marina Shafir, all these ass people on TV. Emi Sakura has been in America for over a year and a half. She should be on TV. Like, it's really ridiculous. She hasn't been she, on TV not once. She should have been on TV the first time she got to America. Yes. I mean... Like, how it's... do you have the woman that trained, like, half of the wrestlers in Japan and not have her on TV? Or training the, your other wrestlers that you have? Well, maybe because her booking sucks ass. <clears throat> Get, hand the book over to the cleaner man. <clears throat> And yeah. he'll just book like Emi Sakura versus Nugis and Ozaki on fucking all out, <laughs> and I'll just be like, "Yeah, that's right, Ken man." Hell yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they had a really, really good match. Like I said, sh- it's shocking, I know, but these two really good women's wrestlers who aren't on TV had a really good match. Which oh, she does on TV now because she's in the inner match. She's gonna get like pinned by Britt Baker or whatever. <laughs> uh, probably lose Tony Storm or something, but uh. Yeah, she has been going back and forth to Japan, and that's what's been credited to her not being on TV. Which, if I was her, I'd go back and forth to Japan too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know. When but I'm I mean, on TV, even then, like when just she was she's going back and forth, doesn't mean she can't be on TV, even if it's just for a nothing match. Yeah, she's the only person in this division with the claim to being <laughs> a pillar because she dragged this division across the finish line during the pandemic to yeah. the point. 
Like, she literally lost it as soon as fans came back and it just went to shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Emmy Soccer is just fucking fantastic. I'll never stop talking good things about Emmy Soccer. She's the best. She popped off the moonsault in this. I was like, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, she but, was you know, trying to do the, like, we all rock you chant and nobody was getting involved. <laughs> dog, they don't know who fucking Freddie Mercury is. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd was just like, why is she doing this chant? <laughs> okay, all right. But um, no. But the finishing stretch was really, really good. Sheeta just went to another fucking gear and just laid in a bunch of shit. She was going crazy, and uh, she eventually beat Emi Sakura with the Tomashi. Or no, I think it was Falcon Arrow. It was one of the two. Uh, but uh, Falcon Arrow, I think. Okay, it was Falcon Arrow because I know she hit the Tomashi, but I don't know if she went off of it because she also did the little spinning knee thing she does. Uh. But she won. She makes her first defense of the Regina the Wave title. And she's got quite a few title matches coming up. I mean, I don't know what her next Wave defense will be. It'll probably be like Sakuroda or something. But uh, I know she's got... AEW Dark Elevation. I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, I know she's got the all-out match. And then after that, her and Ibuki Hoshi are challenging Makoto and Hamako Hoshi for the ribbon tag belts. So, got a chance to have three belts here here in a little bit. So... I think that would be really funny if Hikaru Shida won the international title and just left. And, and the international uh, international ribbon tag and then just went back to Japan. That's a beast. I, you know what? I think we, it might be time. <laughs> it might be time. <laughs> we need the Shida three belts era. I mean, I mean, we had Britt Baker come out when she was champ and just cut the fucking promos that made no sense. So, I mean, she well disappeared. the same for Shida. <laughs> I mean, besides, it's not like they care about the division anyway, so if she disappears, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Sheeta will win the title. No. If oh, no. If it's not Brett... It'll like be Tony. It'll be nobody Tony. I want to win. <laughs> That's my thesis, is it'll be like, nobody I want to win. Unless right, they, like, no way. do the biggest shock and have Jamie Hayter win, which... It's not cool. happening. That's why I said it's going to be nobody I want to win. Yeah, so... Unless Jamie goes back to... Japan. I'm not holding out much hope for an AEW. I'm sorry, hon. I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're in this Britt Baker thing, you ain't doing shiznit, my guy. <laughs> Which is a shame, because Jamie's probably like one of the best women that they have on the roster. Yeah, she needs to go back to laying shit, and I remember when we was watching the stardom shows, she was fucking dropping people on their heads and fucking concussing people. Let's let's go back to doing that. <laughs> you know she needs to... Go Stop being to... safe. She either needs to go back to Japan, or she needs to go to NXT and team up with B Priestley. What she needs to do is she needs to stop being nice and just fucking start clotheslining people in the back of the head with all her force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that match. Uh, the other match we watched was uh, from House of Glory. We watched uh, No Michimaru Fuji versus Eddie Kingston that got no time whatsoever. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good match. No, it was, it was good, really but bizarre. like they didn't give him any time, which was <laughs> odd, because like. I don't know. I mean, of course, they'll probably have a rematch because they both want to face each other again. But, mm. like, I was expecting them to, like, get some time. They... Especially because, like, one, it was the main event, and two, like, um, House of Glory really hyped up this match. Yeah, it was, like, Mar Fuji's first time back in New York in, like, 15 years. <laughs> and then they give him eight minutes. <laughs> oh, he had a free holiday. He's chilling. <laughs> but, uh, no, the little bit they did do was really good because, I mean, of mm. course, Mar Fuji and Eddie, they're both very good wrestlers so that is to be expected uh 
they went back and forth a lot, and what I didn't expect was Eddie to win. But you know, on one hand, yeah, it's Mar Fuji. But on the other hand, yeah, it's Mar Fuji. He'll lose to anybody. <laughs> He'll lose, lose to a stick. It don't matter. But uh, that was a nice little win for Eddie. I mean, beating Mar Fuji. Dog, it's so crazy. He got suspended from AEW, and then he comes back, he beats Marfuji, and then he's probably going to go beat Tomiro Ishii. What a beast. Teddy Kingston, greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> I mean, hopefully if they have another match, then it will be longer than, like, eight minutes, because I watched, like, the ending stretch, and then when it just ended, and I was it's like... It's going to happen. If it doesn't yeah, happen in AEW, it's going to happen in Noah. There's 100%, yeah. I could see Marfuji be like, yo, you know who we should bring in? <laughs> I don't know. I heard this Eddie Kingston guy is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen much of his work, but I heard he's pretty solid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was really good for what, uh, what they could do. Hopefully they get a rematch in the future and get to do a little bit more. Hopefully Eddie yeah. gets to complete all his side quests, get a rematch from Marfuji, get Junakiyama, face everybody. Which is crazy now to think about it. When they had Suzuki over here, they did not do Eddie versus Suzuki in a singles. That is crazy. They should change that. <laughs> that was a really uh, big missed opportunity for, for them. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. But, I mean, uh, Suzuki is traveling a lot more, so it's possible if they can do it. Hmm. Uh, anyway, transition on to that. We watched the Marvelous show from Shinkiba First Ring, and this show feels cursed because they have the lights on in Shinkiba. I'm not used to this. <laughs> yeah, I was that not used to it. I didn't even realize it was Shinkiba. I knew because of the ramp. I was like, okay. But for a second... It, this venue is different. <laughs> yeah, but it threw me for a loop because when you opened up the uh, show, it was just lights on Shinkiba and just like, bro, what is this place? I'm not used to it. <laughs> It made Shinkiba look a lot bigger than it probably is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if like Chigusa just forgot to bring the light plan out for that day or what, but I don't know. Any anytime there's a Shinkiba show and the lights are off, it scares me. This ain't this is this is cursed. <laughs> don't don't ever do this to me again. Uh, no, but uh, what's the first match? The uh, three way battle. Yeah, so they kicked off with the three-way with Riko Kawahata, Hibiscus Me, and Tomoko Watanabe. Which Hibiscus, time. <laughs> which Hibiscus Me's theme whenever she's in Marvelous is she's going to team up with somebody from Marvelous. And then they're going to turn on her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Even though this is a three-way, so she can't really like team up with anybody. She tried. <laughs> and the most Hibiscus Me, the most Hibiscus Me way possible, she tries. <laughs> This match was just pure, like, crack energy from the start. <laughs> this is the perfect way to start a show. <laughs> this, this is great. Shout out to Rico Kawahata. She's making her rounds. She's literally like she's all over the place. She's a serious wrestler as well, but then she does, like, this shit. <laughs> she just does this. Yeah. Like, I like that she's making her rounds. Not a lot of people, you know, want to make their living as a freelance wrestler, but Yumiko Hoda probably said, you're going to fucking freelance, I'm going to kick you in the fucking head, and that's what's going to happen, man. <laughs> oh, you, you think I can't kick people now? It's, yeah. It's only mistaken if you don't start freelancing right this second. Oh, but she's making a lot of rounds. She's usually primarily in Seed and Marvelous, because, I mean, she has the tag team with Maria. But uh, she's also making rounds to other places, too. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if she was on the Stardom New Blood show at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know. 
If if her lets her, I think she'd do the new book show. Yeah, I do too, but that's a big if. I think Hodel will be like, yeah, only if I go with you, and she'll like murder Rossi backstage, and so I don't will be without a book. You look at her, just pulls up on Rossi like this is for Aja Kong. <laughs> her and Aja Kong pull up in a van. It's over. <laughs> run over uh, Rossi and you just see Yumiko Hara step out like I did it for Aja beast hell yeah but uh, Rico Kawada does get the win because of course Hibiscus and these partnerships never last and Tomoko Watanabe turns on her and then Rico Kawada hits the moonsault which got a really nice moonsault so yeah I'd recommend like getting something else or her knees are going to fucking disappear by the yeah. time she's like 26, but you know, it's fine. Plus, I think she's like pretty tall as well, I think. Yeah. So, even bigger threat to her wrestling is her height. <laughs> well, she was probably a gymnast. I mean, she does dance, so she's probably a gymnast, so it's probably easy for her, but yeah, I'd recommend So her knees are probably fucked anyway. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, alright, let's commit to it. She's gonna be like fucking Muto or something. Hell yeah. Rico Kawahata's Muto arc is gonna be legendary. I'll just wait on it. <laughs> we'll see that in about 10 years. <laughs> um, The next match after that was Ricky Fuji versus Leo Isaka. I didn't look at this card and I was fucking amazed when old ass Ricky Fuji came out here. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, why? Why? Okay. Uh, I was the... just watching this. I was so confused by this old man. So I don't know if I've seen him wrestle before. He was a big FMW guy back in the day. Uh, unlike What's since with the like, is it the Rock and Roll Express? No, he's dressed up like Shawn Michaels. He used to wear the uh, oh. heartbreak pants whenever back in the day. Uh, I was thinking like that old guy, Ricky Morton. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He, he's just like Shawn Michaels, but not really Shawn Michaels. Uh, <laughs> well, clearly not that well if I, if I thought he was from that tag team. Yeah, he thought he was from the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I was watching it, I was like, is that why his name's Ricky? <laughs> nah, I think his name's just straight up Ricky. <laughs> like, that might be his shoot name. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, this is the uh, Leo Osaka charity match that's, like, won a show. Uh, I don't know why they decided Ricky Fuji was the move here, but, I mean, it happened. <laughs> I'm kind of glad it happened. It was, like, it was an okay match. It was kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> it, it, was, it was solid, but it's definitely a step down from the past matches they gave him, Leo. Like, going from Shigeru Irie and Kotaro Suzuki to Ricky Fuji isn't necessarily progression, but, you know... <laughs> It's it's a nice little uh, warm up for Leo because I mean Ricky Fuji is a junior heavyweight guy and he's got the zero one jun- and Leo Osaka has the zero one junior tournament coming up. Um, before I get into that, because I want to just spread the lore of the zero one junior tournament because it's hilarious. Uh, so Ricky Fuji wins with like this. Actually, I really liked what he won here. It was like some like cross arm DDT or something. Like it was like some weird cross arm DDT thing. It looked very nice. Can't believe he won off of it. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. But uh, so Leo Saka is in the Zero One Junior uh, tournament, uh, and for the Zero One Junior tournament, the big theme that they have done throughout the years and it continued this year is you find out you're in this tournament if you receive this crystal ball, 
and uh, whenever you beat somebody in the tournament, you get their crystal balls. And so, like, you're walking to the ring with, like, multiple of them, and you just got to collect all the balls. Kind of like uh, kind of like Pokemon. You got to ke- just catch them all. Like, uh, sort of that. That's really unhinged. I love that. I think we yeah, but the that. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, like, they post, Zero One on their Twitter posts videos of people getting their entry balls just from the random, most random spots. Like, uh, Andy Wu found out he was in the tournament because they delivered the ball to his house and his wife unboxed it and she called him while he was at a show. <laughs> and, uh, uh, oh, fuck, I can't say his name, but his last name's Yokohama. He's in a Voodoo Murders. He's this junior heavyweight guy. He found out his entry because Voodoo Murders went to go get like beer from this concession stand and like the sea of fans and they handed him one of the balls and he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and, this is crazy. <laughs> and like, uh, there was two of these junior wrestlers, wrestlers from Zero One who were in this field looking for this ball, and there was only <laughs> one, so they kind of had to fight it out until <laughs> one of them got it. You uh, know, what? I think we should start a company and just give like do a tournament where they just get like random shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like different things. There's like a block that's like uh, like a shoe block, and there's like. Uh, a beer bottle block, and like you have to collect those items to get yeah. history. <laughs> uh, Nobody steal that. We're doing that. Yeah, no, that's our idea. Fuck off. Thank you, Zero One. <laughs> but yeah, Ricky Fuji One. I just wanted to mention that since Leo Osaka's in it, I was like, I just thought that was neat, and it's kind of funny. Uh, one year, uh, Hayata was in it, and Takashi Segura found the ball and just walked outside, and Hayata was smoking, and he just gave him the ball. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I found. It's like, I'm not a junior, but here. <laughs> the next match is Mia Momono versus I Housen. If we got to talk about this, we okay. Marvelous is going to pay for their sins. They took away Mia Momono's theme. They, they got to pay for this. <laughs> I had the volume up for this, and I was like, what is this? I was already disappointed. I was like, no. <laughs> where this... is my entrance music? Yeah, where's the M-I-O, M-I-O, and then the part that I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> where is it? But uh, this was a pretty solid match. It was like, I feel like I hosen has been like a rookie for eight years. <laughs> but uh, uh, this is your standard rookie versus... Uh, veteran, I guess. I'll say veteran loosely because Mia Momono has been wrestling like maybe like five years or something like that. Uh, but uh, it was your standard young wrestler uh, match, except for Mia Momono is a athletic high speed wrestler, so it was a, it's a stark contrast from most. Although she was whooping eye hose and ass, uh, it's it's nothing you need to go out your way to see, but it's still a pr- really good match. And Mia Momono just kills her with this lion tamer. <laughs> I was going to say, Mia Momono has been, like, on fire. So, just anytime she wrestles, I'm, I enjoy it, so. Yeah, she's facing Debbie Malenko in uh, San Francisco coming up. That is, that is so sick. Yeah, I know. I was like, yo, that's kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Debbie Malenko made a return. Yeah, she's like 90. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mariko Yoshida, it's time. It's time. <laughs> Say, that was probably like the least expected return I've ever seen. I feel like she's like 55. I, I feel like 55 is a bit. Look that up. I will, I will fact check this. I feel like she's probably, you know, quite 
Older she's got to be in her fifties, but I feel like fifty-five. I don't know why. Uh, we are saying, according to the old Google machine, uh, yeah, she's fifty. Oh, okay, never mind. That's not too terrible. Yeah, I mean, she was wrestling in like what the early nineties in Joshi, yeah. so making a return at fifty isn't like too. I mean, it's crazy, but it's not like insane necessarily Man. yeah and she's been like having some like big name matches as well we're gonna have to be talking about like kojima and like sagira and fujita and all those people later like so and they're all like older than her so like it's not crazy realistically it'd be insane but she definitely could like have another trip to japan <laughs> like 100%. i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't put, like put it past anybody to do it i mean i could believe like her going to marvelous yeah, I feel like I've seen one of her matches on her return, and I enjoyed it. So, I know she faced uh, was it Masha? I heard yeah, that was a really good match. Oh yeah, she's coming to Marvelous. Hell yeah, she's coming. <laughs> I mean, she was probably like Bessie's with Chigusa, like probably the day anyway. So probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, I was just uh, I saw that the other day. I was like, and I was watching. I was like, oh yeah, that's happening soon. So hey, also <laughs> cool. But... I mean, I mean, it's also cool. I mean, Mia Momono, it's like, shit, she was going to retire when she got injured. Now she's over here in America facing Debbie Malenko. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Just wait until she ends up in the UK and she faces Lizzie Evo. Ooh! <laughs> 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 I swear that's her name. No! <laughs> she, she was so... On NXT UK, I swear she was. That is inc- We're booking her. She's in the shoe beer bottle tournament. She's- yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie Evo. Yeah, that's it. Lizzie Evo, we want to book you. <laughs> so bad. We got an idea. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, I did fact check it. She's facing uh, Mickey James soon at the uh, Doncaster Dome. Yeah, that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see it. Yeah. I love I love when I just name like a random British wrestler and you're like there is no way that person exists. <laughs> no, because there's no way. <laughs> oh shit! But anyway, uh, shit. We moving on to the uh, it's, was it Itsuki and uh, Ren? Uh, yeah, yeah, Itsuki versus Ren. The three AW Tag Champions having the singles. Uh, Itsuki Oki is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. I just want to get that out there before we even review this match. It's, People need, I mean, you need to open your eyes. True. I mean, y'all are late on the bandwagon. I've been here. I've been rocking it. You know, you know. I, I, as soon as she started shouting and throwing lariats, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the girl right here. And she's yeah, proof. She's been wrestling for like five minutes. She's already the goat. I mean, when one of your senpais is Sakuta Hadaka, I expect you to be goaded. I mean, look at Natsuki <laughs> Tao, you know. So I expect you to be goaded. And she has pr- proved to be a valuable investment this year because she is fucking killing it. Uh, Ren, I believe this may have been her return match because I believe she caught COVID. I want to say because like their uh, tag title defense got changed from on a Karu's retirement show to Itsuki getting a three AW title match. Uh, uh, I'm gonna assume so because yeah, she went like an entire month without wrestling. So yeah, okay, that's probably why. Uh, yeah, I know she was out for her sickness, but I can't remember if it was COVID or not. I assume so though. Um. Because, I mean, in Japan, you just miss shows for fevers, so, uh, which is a good step that maybe some companies should take into consideration. But, 
Uh, yeah, this was uh, kind of one of those matches where like it's Eli was like didn't want to wrestle and try to let Ren win, and Ren was like, no, you got to do this the right yeah, way. Yeah, she like she laid down on the mat and she was like, okay, pin me. And then I was like, so, okay, and then she was like, wait a minute. Like okay, one, two, hang on a minute. I want to actually wrestle. <laughs> she probably shouldn't took the win because Isky whooped her ass. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny when we, I laughed. I popped so hard when Isky won. I was like, oh my gosh, she should have just took the pin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a really nice back and forth. I was talking with Alex about it, and I even texted you about it. I was like, dang, Ren's kind of like a very basic wrestler. And I was like, I don't know if basic's a good word. It's just her moveset sometimes is unremarkable. Then Alex was like, well, she's your standard best friend of the A. She'll keep things solid, and then whoever she teams with will excel. And I was like, you know what? That's a good comparison. I don't know who else I could put in that category. I was thinking, like, Saki Kashima when she was in Stars, but, like, Saki Kashima's, like, really fucking good. So, I don't know. Uh, I, see what you, I see what you mean, though. Because, I mean, yeah. let's be real. Not everybody can be the ace. Yeah. So if you're you just need like utility a solid players, worker, yeah. Especially in Marvelous, where there's not a lot of roster members, you need somebody who can be that keep things together person in the middle of the pact while others are, you know, succeeding. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Marvelous has got like what five, six people. Yeah, and so where it's like Iroa, Miyamoto, Ring Katakura, like as the top three, and then everybody else is just. Which Rand which Rand will be dropping out of that top three soon when uh, and I'll talk about that when we get to the main event. But uh it's it's a good position for her because she's been very successful. Like she's held multiple tag titles, like probably every tag she's been Sendai tag champ, she's been Wave Tag Champ, she's three AW tag champ. You can plug her anywhere you want. She went to I think was was it the finals of the Goddesses of Stardom Tag League that we reviewed versus um... FWC with her and Mayu in the finals that year? feel like it was i know they fall i don't know if it was the fun no 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 it was a it was a block stage i don't know if it was fwc it might have been azumi and momo because they went to the finals because they were defending champs uh yeah it was azumi and momo versus mayo and ren okay all right all right now i had to, had to get that straight but uh yeah this is just your uh, standard they were just kind of having fun and working a good solid match but at one point they just started throwing fucking bombs and i was like yeah this is what i want to see right here this is the good shit but uh ultimately uh iski did win with the top rope frog splash which i feel like she's never hit a dive off the top rope so this is crazy <laughs> yeah she's been i feel like she's been getting like more solid in the ring like this past year at least oh yeah she's fucking great she's fantastic i can't say enough good things about her Freelance scene is lucky to have her because I mean she's not going anywhere anytime soon. So yeah, at least she'll be booked on like the Nomad show every time they do that. Well, I don't know because oh wait no yeah she will because I... never mind it's not like Wave I was going to say because she's affiliated with Sean Capture nah she's got to be a freelancer so yeah she'll be there. <laughs> I was gonna say she's been on one of the Nomad shows I think. Yeah, I think she was on the first one. Yeah, plus she's like besties with like Natsu, so. Oh yeah, she'll be she'll be here chilling, vibing, doing whatever. Yeah, gotta gotta help the homies out sometimes. I agree. Even though they'll probably won't do another one for like six months because everybody's going to America <laughs> and fucking Spain and all that. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but the main event, big big match. We had uh, Kaya Nagashima and Takumi Iroa versus Asuka and Maria. 
this was fucking fantastic. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I was like, Ren's going to drop out of the top three, and that's because Maria is ready. She's like there. She's got, okay, she's got a little bit more left to go as far as to take that next leap, but she's right there. Like, it is insane. Like, how good she is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if she keeps getting booked, like, in more and more different companies, then she's gonna absolutely excel and be, like, the next... Probably take Rin's place in the top three. She'll probably be... She'll probably be a singles champion, truthfully. Uh, she'll probably be 3AW singles champion before we know it, if she starts working more companies. Because you need to... A good thing about freelancing is you're working a variety of styles against a variety of different opponents from different companies uh, who are trained a different way. So you're kind of getting, a a, yeah, kind of getting everything there is to learn as far as to improve yourself and learning what does work, what doesn't work, all that. Uh, like I said, she's fantastic. Not only that, Chigao Nagashima is like 90 and she's still fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, Asuka and Takumi, duh, they're great. <laughs> that's, that's don't even say We already that. knew this. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love the interactions with uh, Chigayo and uh, Asuka, and also Asuka and Aroha. Essentially, everybody in this match had really good interactions with each other. Like, silly to say, but that's truthfully what happened. Like, there was times in this match for everybody to interact with the other people on the team as far as paired off in the singles. And it was just all fantastic. I need another Takumi and Asuka singles. <laughs> uh, shit, I need a uh, Maria and Chigayo singles as well. Uh, yeah. Like, God, this is just a really, really good match. Uh, I think that says a mm-hmm. lot as well, like, chemistry-wise. Because you've got two... I mean, kind of two teams that aren't, like, regular tag teams. Mm-hmm. So... When you've got like a bunch of singles wrestlers, and well, I think in a tag match, sometimes um, it doesn't work. I think Chigayo and Roha are now a regular team since Ren's teaming with Aoki, and they were supposed to challenge them for three AW tag belts. So I think they're a regular team now. But I get what like you're Oscar going for. And, Oscar and Maria have like been a tag team before, I think. Yeah, but they don't team frequently. Yeah, so like Oscar has a million is, like, tag partners. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's you know true. That. But, like, yeah, my point is being, like, you technically have, like, four singles wrestlers, and if you put them all in a tag match, sometimes it doesn't work because you're, you're thinking, like, the singles well, mindset of how you're putting it together a match. That's the problem with most tag matches. They don't actually work as tag matches. They're just, yeah. like, singles matches and captivated into one tag match. That's and... why I don't like tag team wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's why the only like tag matches I like are when they're off the rails, like Lucha Rules matches like Dragon Gate, because they're just, all right, somebody rolls out, somebody else is in. It's just chaos at all times. <laughs> I need to be, you know, occupied. But uh, that's the problem with most tag matches. That was not the case here because it worked. I mean, they did do it, but it still worked. <laughs> yeah, I think it helps when like you've got like four really good wrestlers anyway. So, mm-hmm. But... It was a really good tag match in the end, so. Uh-huh. Uh, Chigayo and Takumi won because uh, Chigayo pinned Maria. So that was a really good match. You should definitely check that out. Yeah, uh, best be- match on the card, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, 
not like there was not anything I found that was terrible on this card, but still it was the best thing by far. Yeah. Uh, so definitely got your way to check it out if you're gonna watch anything from this card. Marvelous, Marvelous is in a weird spot because, uh, like, it seems like to us on the outside, there's a plan there that's like should be easy to follow, but that doesn't necessarily translate to both of the booking and how things are ran in Japan, especially in the Joshi scene. So, like, you know, you know, just kind of got to sit back and see what they do at most times. But uh, anyway, on to the N1 victory. This was the final night for the block stages because the final night is tomorrow at the time that we're recording this. Technically tonight, but um, yeah, uh, they were in... I don't know where they were. Shit. I feel uh, like they were in Os- Osaka? Osaka? Kaw- Kawasaki. Okay, Kawasaki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were I in the Colts Kawasaki Arena. Means nothing to me. Nah. I don't I just want you to know I only watch the N one victory matches. So if uh, if you watched anything else, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I did not. I okay, looked good. at the card and I was like, I'm not doing that. Good, good. <laughs> uh, the bald man made his return to Noah uh, and had the other JC Junior Tag Title match, and <laughs> or well, not the I other see. match, but the other title with him. So uh, yeah, we'll talk about that when we uh, preview the final night card, but uh. Yeah, shout yeah. out to bald people. Yeah. Thank you for bringing back the fucking belt, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first block match was block A match with Masaki Mochizuki versus uh, NXT star Anthony Green. I tweeted this out because I was watching it on my TV because it was on a very, very, very legal service that I could watch on PlayStation. Uh... And if you do, if you just throw super kicks during the kick exchange, I fucking hate you. I, <laughs> I don't want you to succeed because Moshi was throwing kicks and Anthony Green just only threw super kicks. I wanted to throw everything in my room. <laughs> I just, I just started, just, it just irks me so much. Back. It irks me so much. It really, I don't know why it just irks me so much. I don't like that. <laughs> um, other than that, it was okay. Uh, felt a little bit longish, although it probably wasn't that long. But to me, it just felt eh. I mean, it was uh, just under ten minutes, so. I don't know. They just One didn't of clash. The shorter block matches. Yeah, but they didn't clash at all. I don't think the styles meshed, not even in the slightest. But yeah, uh, it was, wasn't wasn't fun to watch. I mean, I really like Masaki Mochizuki. I feel like he has good matches with most people. And I'm glad he won. That's, that's not thing. Yeah. <laughs> most people, not including Anthony Green, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how over he's gotten in there. I think he's pretty popular in Japan uh, as far as from this tour. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't been... The only, like, foreigners from this tournament I know for certain are popular are Jack and uh, Wagner. And Wagner's already been there for, like, two years, so it's like, whatever. Uh but uh, he's going back to America. If he does come back, hopefully he puts in, you know, some work to get more acquainted with the style over in Japan because, I don't know, some of the stuff he does just doesn't work for me necessarily and kind of takes me out of the matches sometimes. But uh, that's just me, though. Uh, glad Mochi won. I think he only he finished with, like, four points. Yeah, which is a shame, but... 
you know, whatever. <laughs> what can you do? But uh, speaking of super popular people, we had a Bot B match with Matsuki Tamiya versus Jack Morris. Yeah, Jack's super popular, and uh, I know you haven't kept up with him one. I've tried a little bit. I at least try to catch Jack's matches because he had a really good match with Makajima and Korokin, where it seemed like he was finally getting accustomed to it, and I wanted to see how he progressed. And he's done really well. If he's definitely someone who's probably going to stick around because he's very popular amongst the female fans in Japan right now. So uh, yeah, I was like, I was pleasantly surprised by his match with Kaito we watched. Yeah, and he's I really done really good. The match with Masa as well. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if the, they are actively searching for the foreigner, they can market as their own. Uh, they tried it, it with Elgin. Yeah, it needs to be. They tried it with Elgin. That wasn't gonna fucking work. Uh, this is the guy. They found the guy. This is him. I don't know if they'll ever find that guy for the junior division. Cause yeah, like guys like Ninja Mac are popular but not very good <laughs> uh this guy and plus jack's like 28 20 i think it's like 28 so he's got room to grow so yeah. uh it's very promising him and masa work very well together uh usually when masa targeted targets the leg when he's trying to soften him up for the prison lock a lot of people he wrestles kind of ignores it but jack sold it all the way through up until the end so that was a nice little nod uh, for me I that I say, noticed. I do like that about British wrestlers because I feel like they actually sell the body part that's being targeted. He's that's Scottish. Really... Don't you try to slide him in there. <laughs> <laughs> Brit- Britain is uh, England, Scotland, Wales. And yeah, unfortunately. Haha. Unfor- ha. Alex, I you're never I beating think, the British I mean... allegations. You're never beating <laughs> these Alex. <laughs> you British. Uh, uh, well, Britain and Ireland. Technically, so yeah, but uh, I probably just offended an entire nation of people and I'm cancelled now, so that's fine. Our popularities are gonna go down, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> they, uh, they hear I call people from Northern Ireland British and they just stop listening. Uh, but no, yeah, Jaggle's really, really good in here. So is Moss. Moss is like the best heavyweight in the world. He does a 70s Memphis pile driver, shoot headbutts, he jiggles when people hit him and just. He's fuck. He's a fucked up fucker. I love this dude. <laughs> yeah, this was this was a really good match. After I liked um, Jack's match with Kaito, I was like, I'll probably like his match with Masa because I really like Masa. So mm-hmm. it was a fun little match. I wasn't expecting Jack Morris to win, and I wasn't expecting him to get six points either. I was. I figured he was going to beat Funaki because he wanted to challenge a four for the national. But looking at the cards, I think certain old school wrestler who likes to throw shoot headbutts and that we were just talking about is going to take that title from him very, very soon. Hopefully. But um, we had another block A match. It was uh, El Hio del Dr. Wagner Jr. versus. Uh, Masai Tanaka. I really, really like this match. <laughs> so did I, honestly. I, you know, I love both of them in general, but uh, I thought this was probably Wagner's best match during N1. Uh, which, I mean, he faced a lot of good people in the A block, but 
I don't know. Him and Masao Tanaka clashed extremely well, which was something I wasn't expecting. <laughs> no, I wasn't, honestly. Like, I didn't think I'd like this much as much as I did. I thought I'd like it, but I was like, damn, this is really good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I thought they did a lot of fun stuff here. Uh, there was even a spot where they did a double headbutt and, like, they fell to the mat. Uh which is crazy that the finish of this match, Wagner beat the zero one world champion. What a beast. Oh <laughs> I, uh, I hope they got another match together. Yeah. Uh what did uh what did both of them finish with? I feel like Wagner had like maybe four. And uh, they both finished on six. So oh okay. Not, not too bad. Yeah, not too terrible. The uh the next match was the block B match with Matsukatsu Funaki and Kashi Stagura. Whether we can call this a match or not, I don't know. Hell no, it's I blinked and I missed it. <laughs> I, was, I was watching it and I was like, hang on, what do you mean Funaki won? <laughs> I wish I could give more insight out of this because insight about this, but one, I'm hurt, two, it was like two minutes. <laughs> it wasn't even that, it was it was literally fifty seven seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate Takashi Sakura? <laughs> it's fine though. It's fine though. It was a nice little shock value thing. Cause I don't think anybody expected Sakura to lose in like a minute, so No, I mean certainly not. I mean I feel like a tournament needs like a shocking moment, so Yeah, that was that, a good little shocking Yeah, it was a good little shocking moment, so uh, the next one was the block A match with Hideki Suzuki versus Go Shiozaki. I really like this one personally. This, I, I don't know. I didn't, wasn't insane about it, but I thought it was okay. Felt a little off at some points, but I didn't think it was mm. terrible. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they could do better because they had this 30 minute draw like in 2019, I want to say it was. It was way, way better than this. But, uh, what they did do, I thought was pretty fine. Uh, Thatcher is back. He accompanied Hideki to the ring. So I guess they just got all the foreigners back in. Uh, I, I feel like... Okay, I, this definitely played into implications because if Hideki won, he wouldn't have won the block. So it's like, you know, it played into implications for the uh, Kano versus Fujita match. But uh, yeah, it was pretty solid. Solid. Uh, go drop like a decky on his head because he tried to do a top rope go flasher and he just kind of like slipped. <laughs> um, but uh, Hideki ended up getting the win because he hit him with the uh, the bridging butterfly suplex. Well, yeah, it was a bridge and then he just rolled over and kept uh, his arms in like the butterfly lock, which was a nice little touch. Uh. So that moved him to how many points? Was that like 10? Uh, 11. Oh, okay, 11. So, oh, yeah, he had a draw at some point. Oh, yeah, him and Kano draw. Uh, I think that so, gives yeah. him the most points, though, didn't it? Yeah. If Kano won against Fujita, I believe Kano would have won the block. But, you know, yeah. Sometimes life isn't fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next match... Uh... Not much of a match either for Block B. Katsuhiro uh, Nakajima versus Kenya Okada. This sucks because they were cooking. They were doing oh. really, really good. Uh, it, it sucks. Like I said, it sucks because they were doing really, really good. And 
it was a uh, it was terrible. Uh, Kenya went to do the uh, O'Connor roll, and uh, the plan was for him to roll out, get to his uh, seated position, and uh, Nakajima kick him in the chest. But he wasn't in position, and Nakajima came off and ended up kicking him in the head and uh, knocked him out. But almost immediately, um, broke dropped... the jaw. I think. Yeah, I think it was a fracture, maybe fracture. I want to say it was. I think it was a, yeah, I think it was a fracture, but uh, either way, me- he was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, uh, ref checked on him, and then immediately Nakajima dropped his uh, knees to check on him, and then eventually got his arm raised and got out of there so they could get him out of the ring and stuff. Yeah, it was quite scary. They had him on like a stretcher as well, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, it's been a tough year for Nakajima. The Endo one, at least you could say he he was at fault because of the position he landed the strike and how he wasn't told to land it in that way. Uh, this one was just pure freak accident. It was, yeah. it sucked. Like wrestling, wrestling's dangerous, you know, accidents are going to happen. So I think people acting like Nakajima, like went in there to injure his son is yeah. bizarre. <laughs> like that's clearly not what happened. Yeah. I don't think he, he would have dropped down to his knees to check on him if he, that's what he intended to do. Yeah, like he basically trains Kenya as well, so he's not—he's clearly not maliciously kicking him in the face. Yeah, so uh, Kenya will be out for a few months. I don't know the the time framing is like weird because like it can be up to it can be up to like four months or at most I think it was they, when I looked up the time frame, but you never know. Everybody heals different, so. Plus, he's an athlete as well, so. You know, it might only be a couple of, like, two months or something. Yeah, but, yeah, it sucks because they were cooking. They were going at it before that, Mm. so, yeah. Yeah, Nakajima won. Yeah, that put him at 10 and then contention to win the block. In order to win the block, he would have needed Kojima to beat Kaito because Kaito beat him. So, if Kaito won, then he would also be at 10 and he won the tiebreaker, so... Yeah, this is this is just a very confusing way to put a tournament together, in my opinion. But no, I think it's good because it left everything open. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I think if I was booking it, I'd probably forget the rules, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, oh no, all these wrestlers have the same amount of points. <laughs> well, it's mainly on the tiebreaker system. The only like issue that you'd be able to run in as if, say, you have, like, three people at ten and, like, one of them beat the other and then the other one beat the other person. So it's, like, there's no distinctive winner. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, though. Yeah. But uh, we had another Block A match with Kazuyuki, Fujita, and Kano. This fucking rock. I love this. <laughs> I, love... I, love, I love Fujita in the uh, camo. The camo thing. single? This is my guy right here, bro. <laughs> This is my guy. Midlife crisis. Kaz Fujita is the man. Yeah. Him and Kano don't miss against each other, but this was lovely. This was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fujita's grappling can come across bad a lot of times because there's not a lot of people in Noah who can actually mat wrestle properly with him. Because you got to remember, Fujita isn't a wrestler. He's a, a Noki MMA head. <laughs> so he probably <laughs> had like no actual proper training in wrestling. So... Uh, I mean, clearly, have you seen this man bump? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, Kano will gladly grapple with an old MMA nerd. Uh, but they were incredible with each other. I loved 
uh, Fujita working over Kano's legs. Like, uh, his limb work is really good whenever he's got somebody he can, you know, balance off with and uh, they can sell properly. Um, he had, like, the prison lock on him when he was talking shit. Oh, I love Fujita. Fujita's <laughs> fucking maniac. Uh, I love the inning strike because uh, Kano kicked him in the dick <laughs> and then started targeting his dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Kano. He's such a weird little man. He is. He said, like, on his YouTube, he's like, "Yeah, Fujita had a big dick, so I had to take him out." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, they uh, went back and forth. The finishing stretches were really, really good. It was like chef's mm. kiss stuff. Uh, especially when Fujita dropped the straps and he like pulled his gut out and powered up. That's my <laughs> guy right there. Fujita's the man. He won with the power bomb. So revolting when he does that. Stu's the best. I love him. He's a fucking man. Um, But uh, he wins with the power bomb, and then they gave the formal announcement that with that, Hideki Suzuki moves into the finals. And uh, and backstage, Fujita simply said, All right, uh, Hideki's in the finals. That's cool. That's fine with me. I like that. Rinse your army. That's fine. And just kind of left. Thanked everybody. He threw up the peace sign. (laughs) He's just been doing it throughout this (laughs) whole thing. Peace, I'm out. Great man, <laughs> but the uh, the main event was the block B match with Kaito Kiyomiya and Satoshi Kojima. I love this match. I do too. Uh, it's crazy because I absolutely adore Satoshi Kojima, but I didn't think he would be in the running for my wrestler of the year heading into this year. <laughs> uh, crazy Noah said, "Yo, let, can, can we get, can we get Kojima in New Japan?" Say, "Yeah, sure," and he just comes over here and just fucking kills it. This is the guy. Uh, the story but of this tournament. Kaito has really improved as well since oh, yeah. the Muto match, in my opinion. That's what, what, when we reviewed the match, I tried to, like I said, when we were talking, I was like, Muto's a genius, so he's literally giving all his knowledge to Kaito right now in this match, and I think that's showed off because he worked perfectly here. Um, Plus, Kaito has the Nane gear as well. I really like the Nane gear. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really like it. Um, but, uh, the story for this tournament has essentially been Kojima. Uh, he's been like, kind of speaking, like he's kind of fighting for a spot that, uh, he said one thing, I think it was after the Kenya match that he would give Kenya more appreciation, but he has to continue fighting so he can keep fighting a Noah. Uh, and then Kaito seemingly, we saw it in this match where, his story has been he's been continuing to use Keiji Muto's moves to win matches, and he's struggling with his own identity. He's falling too much into Muto's, and even Hideki Suzuki pointed it out at the press conference, which will probably pour into the finals, which is a really nice story to tell that he's got to try to find a balance and find his complete form. Uh, and that was on display in this match. Like He tried to rev it up uh, to the Muto level, and Kojima was able to fight back, and then eventually he fell to it. Uh, with Kaito and with the Shining Wizard, but uh, it's a nice little story that I think is going to play in well into the finals, especially if you don't want to run Kaito versus Kano yet, which I personally wouldn't, because neither man really should lose in the title match. So it's like, yeah, eh. uh, I'd probably hold off Kaito challenging the Budokan in January, so Kano can walk in the Budokan as champ. Um, yeah, I feel like Kaito should be the one to be the champion next. Yeah, so I firmly believe they should go the Hideki route, especially since Hideki and Kano had a really good draw in this tournament. Yeah. Um, 
But that's one thing Kadeki pointed out. He's like, oh, he's obsessed with Keiji Muto. He doesn't really know who he is right now, uh, which is a nice story to tell, especially if he's not going to be in that title picture right now. It'll be something nice for him to try to figure out until he gets to wherever he's going to challenge. Mm. So uh, I really like that. It was I, I love this match. Like I said, I can't say enough good things about Ko- the year that Kojima or Kaito are having. They're both having really good years this year. Yeah, Kojima really, like, went to know and just decided to be the best wrestler ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the man right there. He's like, all right. He gets to show what he can do and not just work undercard young line tags. So, I mean. <laughs> uh, More full New Japan. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'll go to know. I don't care. Uh, which him and Segura are teaming up on the N1 final show, and I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That should be a good match. <laughs> Yeah, they're facing Inamore and Tanaguchi too. That's to be sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the final. Uh, Hideki Suki Kaito. Uh, like I said, I want Hideki to win because I think that they should, you know, wait a little bit on the Kaito thing. Plus, they have a really good story to tell with Kaito right now to last him throughout the rest of the year. So yeah, they could so work on that. A Kano and Hideki match where Kano wins. You know, no, no loss to Hideki in my opinion. No, he's fat. He's still got the heavyweight tag, so yeah, it'll be fine. Um, but uh, also on that, they're gonna have the GAC Junior Tag Title match with Ogawa and Ridgeway versus Ida and Kotaro. Kotaro tweeted out after a month and a half, thank God, or like two months or something. I forgot what the post was. He was just like, "It's finally happening." You know what? If they don't win the tag titles, I give up on this division. I give up on this division if they don't win. Uh, sincerely. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the Muda tag with Great Okan, Nosawa, and Keiji Muda, or Great Muda versus uh, Tadasuke, Kano, and Manabu Soya sneaking his way in the matches I'm looking forward to. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's stop this now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, looking at some of the matches, you can see a clear path of what they're probably headed toward next. Uh like I said, I think Moss is probably going to pin Funaki in their tag. He's going to challenge. So, uh, Also, afterwards, uh, backstage, uh, Nakajima said it sucks he couldn't make the finals for the third straight year, but he has something he used to do. So I'll keep an eye on out for that sneaky man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was the N1 show. It was a really good way to strong, uh, or a strong way, I should say, to end off on the block action and head into the final night. Interested to see how the final turns out because it'd be interesting to see how they clash, especially with the way that Kaito's been going away, uh, going about using all of Muto's moves, how Hideki's going to counter that and try to frustrate him to the point where he can get the win. So it'll be interesting to say the least. Uh, but uh, next week we're going to check that out. We're probably going to check out this DDT show that's got like a few title matches on it. Um, and then Probably just the title matches though. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I haven't taken a look at... Oh, no, because they're doing Chris Brooks and Oscar. That should be decent. Oh, uh, yeah. Might check out Gone Pro. I never know. Probably don't need to track, check out the Dragon Gate Cork, and I'll keep an eye out, see if anything happens, but I think we'll be good if we uh, skip that. Uh, I know there's a number one contenders match coming up with uh, Kikuda, and I should have mentioned that earlier. I don't know why I didn't. But um, So Kikuda's been teaming up with D-Courage as their uh, bench hitter. And uh, he got the win in a uh, Kung Fu Masters, I want to say it was, a tag a trios match uh, alongside uh, D-Courage. And 
he said, hey, uh, me and Daya, he was like, Daya, do you want to challenge with the, for the Twin Gate with me? Because, uh, I mean, Yoshioka's got the Dream Gate. We can, you know, challenge for these. And Daya was like, yeah, sure. Uh, and uh, Jason and uh, Jackie were just like, yo, look. And they turned Kikuda around and pointed at his butt. He was like, we're opening up. He said, we could use buns like that in our pop-up shop that we're starting in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so we can make it a dangerous gate. So, yeah, let's do it. And as Saito was about to make it official, here comes battle rapper Ben K. Yeah, my God. <laughs> he goes, he comes down. He was like, I want a challenge. And Saito was like, you're aware that the, the, the Twin Gate is a tag belt? And he was like, yeah, don't you think I know that? I'm aware that it's a tag team belt. I have a partner. And Saito was like, yeah, all right, cool. Who's your partner? He was like, well, the next challengers are Ben K and Ben K. <laughs> and this is my guy right here. Uh, he was like, no, no, you need an actual partner. And then he was like, I'm going to split myself in half. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> uh, but and he was like, no, you need an actual partner. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll team with Yamato. That's fine. And he was like, was all right. Say, is, it, is it not Sakura Hirota dressed as Benkei? <laughs> <laughs> that would be beast. <laughs> uh, but uh, so there's going to be a number one contenders match coming up. I'll have to check out when it is. But it's going to be Benkei and Yamato versus Daya and Kikuda with the winners challenging Kung Fu Masters at Dangerous Gate. So that'll be happening. Uh, I expect we get the other title matches uh, from this quirk, and although I don't know what it will be because there's no real clear set plan. I mean, Ishin and his dad are feuding with Mochi Jr. and his dad, so... (laughs) uh, But he doesn't have a unit, so... Yeah, don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, But, uh... We'll get everything together. We'll take a look at the card, see what's worth watching, what isn't, and uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. So, yeah, as, as usual for our eighty-first birthday. Yeah, our eighty-first birthday. We're getting ancient, almost at a hundred. That's gonna be weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as always, we're gonna continue to do our half-ass best, and we'll see you next time.